Brenda Bogart is a Dallas artist renowned for her compelling and conversation-starting collage work and paintings of famous historical figures from Lincoln to Einstein. A visit to her studio readily reveals her inspiration. It's filled with a fascinating collection of old handwritten letters, colorful handmade papers from around the world, plus various eclectic objects she has collected during her travels. Her latest passion has been hosting collaborative collage workshops to benefit Jubilee Park and Community Center. Today, Brenda will share with us a little bit about practicing kindness out of your unique giftedness. This is my friend, Brenda Bogart, and she is a Dallas treasure. She has spread so much joy through her unbelievable giftedness that comes with art. You've done different things in your career. Really, so many different things. Mm-hmm. I have. I started um, as an interior designer. I worked for Wilson and Associates designing resort hotel properties everywhere. And then I jumped into children's clothing design. I was We were ch- a children's clothing manufacturer, and we sold to stores all over the world and ended up doing a home sale thing where we had reps and hostesses. And then I got back in interior design and all the while I was trying to find my way to art. So I've been doing art the last 15 years. Yes. So share just a little bit about that, that that wasn't something you started early in life. It was a part of you that was coming out no matter what. And then you stopped and totally refocused just as an encouragement that you can be (laughs) in your, I don't know, maybe we can say it's the second half of your life. I don't know, but it doesn't have to all happen at once. I have, I hope I have a whole half left because I have Me so too. much I still want to do. I'm banking on that other half. Yeah. It's a flat. Anyway, I, um, I knew, you know, from early on that I was an artist, but I come from a family that, you know, they're uh, engineer types. And my mother is, uh, you know, she taught law. She wrote textbooks for the state of Texas. She studied con- constitutional law. My dad's a dentist you know, that they didn't understand this artist, you know, kid they had. So they really being good parents that they were wanted me to find a way to make money to support myself. So I wasn't really encouraged to do my art or, you know, to study art. So I studied, we sort of compromised on interior design, which I never loved. I never had a passion for that, but I loved the business part of it. I learned so much. And I also learned by really good people around me to be a good designer because I was taught by some very talented people. And, and then, you know, just was so unhappy and trying to find my way to art. And at 45 or 44, I got a divorce and got remarried kind of rather quickly within the next year or so. And um, Bill, my husband was just like, you know, if you want to do art, do art. I fully support you. And this is the first person in my life who said, I 100% support you in this, even if you never make a dime, just the fact that you, this is what you're supposed to do. So I went back to school. I went to SMU and started auditing and that was scary. Oh my gosh. That was so scary. If Bill hadn't said, just show up, I never would have gone. And I audited all the painting and drawing classes for like six years. And then, you know, it's just this, it's not an overnight success by any means. It's been working hard for the last 15 years of just doing what my heart was calling me to do with my art. And and God was leading me the whole way. I see it's so obvious that God has taken care of me my whole life. You don't get to this age of walking with God all these years and not 
see the pattern of his hand in your life. So it's really fun being this age and being able to look back with all of that, the, the big track record of him taking care of me. Yeah. And that's the truth. It is amazing mm-hmm. how it really does work itself it together and the good and the bad. And um, okay. So why there's so many reasons why I wanted to chat with you, but on, you know, we're on this topic of thankfulness, kindness, and mercy. And I love what you do during the Lenten season. First of all, it's just so fun. So mm-hmm. if you don't follow Brenda on Instagram, please do. And we'll put up that information of how to just connect. But um, we, one thing that you did that I, I just found so amazing because you can, I mean, just looking in the background right there, right now you're in kind of a collage uh, season of your artwork mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. you had done, or you did even for the purpose of this beautiful love collage and tell us a little bit about that. Like what prompted you to do it and what did you do with it? Oh, I, I love talking about this because it's so recent. Well, like you said, back to the Lent thing, for the last five years, I have done a daily post during the 40 days of Lent with an image and then wrote a little paragraph with some scripture about one thing you could give up that day for Lent that's not chocolate. For instance, it might be, I'm going to give up grumbling and complaining. I'm going to give up fear. I'm going to give up fear of man. I'm going to give up, you know, just little things that we all do that are very subtle kind of things, but they can bring us down. So it's just an awareness building. I mainly do it for myself, but, um, so it's been this daily practice for five years. And then this past year in 2020 COVID hit right in the middle of Lent. And it, I was able to, you know, quickly react to that. So the Lent post became more personal and direct about what we were all going through. So at the end of that Lent season in 2020, I really just had a letdown. Like, I don't want Lent to be over. I feel so close to God waking up every morning and writing that post and asking God, what are we going to write about today? Mm -hmm. So I prayed at the end of Lent. I said, I'm sad this is over, but what are we going to do together next? You know, and God was like, hold on, we'll do something big. You know, you ask that prayer, he's going to answer. I'm like, I want to do something even bigger. Like, what can we do together? Because I, I was really sad that that time with the Lord was over, you know? And so what came out of it was I started doing these, these four, you know, these three love prints of a good friend had given me all of her mother-in-law sheet music, all this antique sheet music. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? And then I was talking to Lauren, the director at, at blueprint gallery. And she's like, do some love, you know, do love or hope or something. Anyway, the two of them, my friend giving me the material and Um, Lauren at the gallery just, you know, I sort of like took their idea and ran with it and created these three love prints. And then I was looking at the red, white, and blue one and it's like, okay, God, you know, I know that's, you want me to do something with that. What can I do? What are we going to do? And so I started thinking about all the, you know, I do those workshops at Jubilee to help. That's an impoverished neighborhood here in Dallas. And I do workshops where all the money goes to that neighborhood. And I started thinking about them and I saw the food, North Texas food bank Mm -hmm. did a food drive at fair park. And there were literally thousands of cars in line to get their one box of food. And they had to wait maybe six hours. And I knew some of those people in that, in that line were my friends from Jubilee. 
they were the frontline people that lost their jobs. You know, that mm. these are household incomes of $15,000 per household and they, they're multi-generational households. And so I, it all kind of came together that I was to take that love print and sell it and give 100% of the proceeds to the North Texas Food Bank and hopefully inspire other people to like say, yeah, you, there's one little thing you can do. It doesn't have to be that demonstrative. But anyway, to date, we've sold over 500 of those prints and each print provides 333 meals. Mm. So you do the math. It's like 160,000 meals we provided by, I mean, people all over the country have been buying that print. And I also offered it a way lower price. Normally that size print sells for 900 and we're selling it for 150. Yeah. You know, it's just such a feel good. Like people bought that print and they're like forever. They'll remember 2020 and what they did to help because that individual print provided 333 meals. So that's that's been, you know, just really giving me a lot of energy through a really hard time for a Mm -hmm. lot of people. So that is just an amazing way to use your giftedness just out of an act of kindness, which, okay, you have to tell me like that had to have been scary. Like, I mean, because you sometimes with these problems that seem so overwhelming and it's like, what could Mm -hmm. I do to help? Like what, what would my little dinky, you know, assistants do anything? It's like a drop in the bucket. So how did you, did you, were you scared? And how did you? Incredibly (laughs) scared. I had, it was so scary, like seriously scary. Um, I can't tell you many times that I almost backed out. Really? I thought, I can't believe I'm putting myself out there like this. Yeah who is going to sell a thousand prints? Well, I still haven't done it, but we have 450 more to go. Um, You've sold so many. I mean, that's the great, you know, I think we'd be tempted to look at what we haven't done, but looking at what you have done is amazing. Yeah. It was scary. I had to write a business plan. I had to figure out how to create a Shopify website. I still personally manage all of the customer service. If a print is damaged or doesn't arrive on time or whatever. I personally handle all that. It's just been my baby and I haven't been able to sort of delegate it yet to anybody, but I had to present a business plan to North Texas food bank, to my printer to, so that they would give me a huge discount, you know, on printing. I'm sure they're losing money on every single thing they print for this campaign, but it's Cooper Lux here in Dallas. They're amazing. I mean, it's had to get this partnership around me. Um, and get everybody on the same page. So I had to pitch the idea and get them as enthusiastic about it as I was. So I'm sure they were like, well, we'll see. <laughs> I think that's actually so cool that, you know, one of the, one of the cornerstones of all of this is doing it together because you're, you know, it's always stronger together and never out of your own strength, you know, really doing it grounded in who you are and who you were created to be, which is exactly where you went with all this leaning into mm-hmm. your purpose and gifting, making the most of it, presenting it just humbly. And then the door opened huge, but you had, yeah, to and I knew, yeah, <laughs> I knew God was going to give me a big idea. I, I felt it when I prayed that prayer, cause I really meant that prayer. Let's do something big okay. together. And I, I knew, I didn't know when he was going to answer it, but I knew he would. And, um, yeah, that's kind of what got me over the scared part. It was one of the better scary decisions I've ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think you, including everybody, probably had a great impact on them too. I hope so. I think it did. Have you seen any, like, what have you gotten on the other side of it? You've told us that you like really are still feeling like it makes you feel 
euphoric and great physically, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's one of the crazy things about, you know, we're commanded to give and to tithe and, and to pray and to fast and all these things, but we don't realize that they're really, they're not to punish or to, you know, beat us up. They're to bless us. And I just, giving is contagious and being kind and all those things that I have gotten so much more out of any of this than, than I've given. It just, you can't outgive God. We know that. And the more you give, the more you get. And I'm not preaching a prosperity gospel by any means. It's just that I've been blessed in so many very meaningful ways in my life through this. Yeah. So thank you for sharing any, any parting words for people that might be listening, sitting on the fence or going, I just don't really know how I could make a difference. Here's what I've learned in a nutshell. Here's my elevator speech about what I've learned right. this progress is God's already given me everything I need. He's given you, Kay, everything you need. We already have it. And our job is to show up with our two fish and our three loaves or whatever it is, whatever he's given you, whether it's one talent or 10, you show up with those talents or those fish and loaves. And then God is the one who feeds the 5,000 with them. He takes whatever it is you're giving that he's already given you, by the way, it's his that he gave you. So you're giving it back to him and he will make the explosion happen. And maybe he won't, but it's between you and God. And it's just such a, a sweet thing. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I just love all that. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Brenda. And thanks for um, letting us try and figure out how to do a screen saver with this love poster, just so people can be reminded. But the thing I love about that poster the most is it's just in your face, like constantly. And may we take it to a place where you're loving others, of course, but also receiving the love. I think people have a hard time believing that they are loved. I, I have found for me that I've received the greatest joy is loving yeah. others. And then um, just the fact of giving it out, whether you, especially to people who never can return or not oh, able to yeah. return it, whatever you're giving, yeah. they all have something to give. Yeah. You know, we're not to measure ourselves against each other. Just God, you know, Jesus looked at Peter and said, don't worry about Jane, you know, John and James and all the others. You follow me. You know, what I do with them is between me and them, but you follow me. So I just think about that. Like, I'm just supposed to follow Jesus and not worry about the things on my right or my left. I'm not competing with them. I'm just loving the Lord and obeying him. And he takes it and we'll do with it what he wants. It's his. Yeah, so good. Okay, my <laughs> friend, thank you so oh. much for joining us. I love it. And Me um, too. I love you. Well, <laughs> All I, that you're doing. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thanks for that blast of encouragement, Brenda. Connect with Brenda on Instagram at Brenda Bogart or on our website, brendabogart.com, where you can see the heart and soul made in the USA love prints, where all the proceeds are going to the North Texas Food Bank. And a special thank you to you for joining us on the Peace Project podcast. Here's to practicing thankfulness, kindness, and mercy today and increasing your peace and joy along the way.